Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. I am your host Danny, and today is another solo podcast from Dubai. Um, and the topic of today's podcast is going to be about how sometimes a compassionate approach, whether that be a coach being compassionate towards a client or someone who is working towards certain goals and being compassionate towards themselves. It's about how sometimes that actually involves giving yourself or giving your client a little bit of tough love, which can be really difficult at times. And I think sometimes being compassionate and when you see coaches that you know are that way, you can mistake that for meaning that they are soft or they're always going to let you off the hook. They're always going to allow excuses when in reality, that's really not the case. And when it's coming from a coaching perspective with a client, like you have to make judgment calls on each individual situation, each individual client on when it's most appropriate to give a little bit of tough love and actually maybe be a little bit stern with the client and when it's appropriate to take the approach of saying, you know, it's okay, rest is what's appropriate right now. Other aspects of life are taking a priority because there are times where that is a compassionate approach and being really understanding and saying, oh, it's okay, you know, rest is what you need right now. There are times where that is appropriate and where, you know, say a client's got, or yourself, if you're taking yourself through your fitness journey, say you've got a lot going on in your personal life, work-life stress is really high, you've got a big deadline or a big project coming up, or you've got a family member that's unwell, during those times, those aspects of life are going to take your priority, and that's absolutely okay, what matters in those scenarios is that you allow yourself to prioritize your family or your work, whatever's taken the priority, and you accept that actually on those weeks, because that's taken your focus, it's taken your time, energy, and effort, it's taken the priority. On those weeks, you might not see as much progress with your body composition or your training performance-related goals. And you have to be realistic with that. You know, if you've not been able to get all of your training sessions complete, if you've not been able to get your cardio done, if you've not been able to get your steps done, if you've not been able to adhere to your nutrition targets, you have to be realistic on those weeks and take a step back and say to yourself, look, progress with my training and nutrition-related goals, my performance-related goals, my body composition-related goals has not been my priority this week. There has been things that have mattered more. And I'm okay with seeing less progress because of that. I will, you know, push on when those other aspects of life settle down a little bit. And I'm able to put more of my time, energy, effort into training and nutrition again. So there are times where that's really appropriate. And what's important in those circumstances is that you're realistic with your expectations and you don't expect to still make the same rate of progress as the weeks where you can give training and nutrition your full attention and so much more time, energy, effort, because you haven't got 
things that are going on in other aspects of life. So there are times where that's appropriate, 100%. But there are also times where tough love is appropriate and where actually being compassionate towards yourself or towards a client involves being stern and involves maybe giving yourself or your client a bit of a talking to and not letting yourself off the hook. For example, if someone was like, if someone checked in with me and said, oh, I wasn't able to get my steps in because it was really cold outside and I didn't want to go outside. But they've told me that they really value the goal of fat loss and we've assessed that that's an appropriate goal for them. If they had come to me and said, I've not been able to get my steps done because it's cold, that's where I would have to take the approach of giving a little bit of tough love, being a little bit stern, giving them a little bit of a talking to because the reason behind that is because I care. I care about that individual and I care about them achieving the goals that they have set. And sometimes making what we might deem as certain sacrifices is necessary in order to achieve our goals and not excusing ourselves from hard work is what we need to do because we're going to be a damn sight happier and more fulfilled in the long term if we keep promises to ourselves like the promise that we're going to work towards a goal of fat loss say and if we make progress towards the long-term goals that are meaningful to us we're going to be happier we're going to be more fulfilled and that's what I want for my clients rather than giving in to short-term comfort or short-term satisfaction such as staying in and not getting your steps in when it's cold outside that's very short-term comfort but it's not getting you closer towards your long-term goals that are meaningful to you. And so that would be the situation where I would give a little bit of tough love and I might be a little bit stern in my check-in with my approach. So yeah, it's, it's different, different responses appropriate for different scenarios and with different individuals. And as a coach, one of the skills that we have to develop is the ability to make those judgment calls and, if you are ever, if you are any of my clients who are listening to this, if I ever do give you any tough love whatsoever, it's always coming from a place of caring about you and your goals. And it might be a bit annoying in the moment. Like it might make you feel maybe a negative sort of way in that moment when you receive that tough love. But long term, you will thank your coach or you will thank yourself for not excusing yourself and making sure that you are putting in the necessary work to achieve your long-term goals which are meaningful to you so that's something that I want you all to think about and tough love when it's appropriate it comes from a place of love and it comes from a place of caring it's not to enforce shame or hate on yourself or on others Enforcing shame is never a positive thing when it comes to someone who's working towards change and working towards bettering themselves. So we want to avoid it being a shaming practice and we want to make sure it does come from and that the client knows as well or yourself, you know, if you're telling yourself this, 
that it comes from a place of love and respect because you want yourself or you want your client to achieve their goals and you know that that's what's going to make them truly happy in the long term not giving into that short-term discomfort another example of that is if your goal is fat loss and you go out for a meal and in the short term, it might be really satisfying to order something incredibly calorie dense that's really hyper palatable. And that might be really satisfying in that moment when you order that meal and you eat that meal and you really enjoy it. However, in the long term, it's not going to make you feel positive. It's actually probably going to make, if your goal of fat loss, if you really value that, and if it really matters to you, say you have to pursue fat loss in order to improve your health so that you can run around after your kids or so that you can live longer or you can live a better quality life. If that goal really matters to you, then giving into that short term satisfaction of ordering something incredibly calorie dense that's very hyper palatable is not going to make you happier in the long term. And so that's another example of where you would have to give yourself a little bit of a talking to if you did do that, if you did give into that short term comfort and satisfaction of that very calorie dense meal, you've then got to say to yourself, right, this is not positively contributing towards the long term goals that are meaningful to me. And actually, embracing discomfort and putting in the hard work and making certain sacrifices yes it might feel hard in the moment but in the long term it's going to make me considerably happier when I keep those promises to myself and succeed with my goals so there are a few examples which hopefully help you guys and these are things that you need to think about like whenever you're in the moment and you feel yourself wanting comfort or you feel yourself wanting short-term satisfaction you have to say to yourself, is this in line with my long-term goals? Is this what really matters to me? Rather than just thinking about the present moment and what's going to make you satisfied rather than actually truly happy and fulfilled in the long term. So it's a constant work in progress. And it's something that you can constantly reassess and make sure that you're giving yourself the right approach or you're giving your clients the right approach given the circumstances and given their goals and what's right in the moment. And do you know what? Like it's okay if on the odd occasion you choose, if your goal is, is fat loss say, but you're okay with a nice, slow, steady approach to fat loss and you want to live your life throughout the process. It's okay for you to have the odd occasion where you choose a life experience over your goal of fat loss say say you're going out for a meal you're at an incredible restaurant with incredible food it's a once in a lifetime experience and you say to yourself i choose this experience and i choose to accept that i'm not going to be in a calorie deficit on this day that is absolutely okay as long as it's your choice and you acknowledge that that is not going to result in the same amount of progress as if you were to adhere to your protocols as long as you're okay with a slow rate of progress or being at maintenance that week then that's absolutely fine if you choose it's about empowering yourself and making these things conscious decisions conscious choices rather than giving into short-term satisfaction 
and then regretting it at a later date because you don't feel empowered. You don't feel like it was your choice and you did really want to succeed with fat loss. You can't expect to see that same level of progress when you've acted out of line with that, with that goal, with those values. And so it's about empowering yourself to make conscious decisions. And this is something that I'm always reinforcing with clients. I will never ever like tell them off or make them feel guilt or shame for eating out or for doing anything for that matter. But what I will do is I will make sure that they hold themselves accountable and responsible for their own decisions and their own actions. And I'll make sure that they acknowledge that the decisions they make are going to have an impact on the long-term goal. So if, for example, a client was to go out and overeat and give into that short-term satisfaction, my response would likely be, that's absolutely okay. If that was your choice and you chose that experience over your goal of fat loss, that's absolutely not a problem. As long as you hold yourself accountable and responsible for your own decisions and your own actions, and you accept that the rate of progress is going to be slower as a result of that, that's okay. If you chose that life experience, cool, but you have to acknowledge, acknowledge the consequences. And I think that's a really, really important approach to take as opposed to just saying, oh, it's okay. It doesn't matter. You know, life is to be lived. You've got to then follow that up with, however, this is what you've got to expect as a result of those decisions. And this will empower your clients or it will empower yourself if you're talking to yourself in this way to make conscious decisions and to, to really know what your values are and whether your goals are meaningful so that you can act in line with those. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's a really important practice for a lot of people to sort of implement and a really important thing to, to hold either yourself or your clients accountable throughout the process so that they can make their own decisions. But yeah, going back to the sort of title, the subject of this podcast, sometimes being compassionate really does involve giving people a bit of tough love or holding people accountable. And it's really important to recognize that so that when you do go to a coach who, or even when you're choosing a coach, I think sometimes if you know a coach is quite compassionate caring and kind you might think oh I need a little bit more of a strict approach than that and you might go to someone else when in reality that coach although they are compassionate caring and kind like myself we are still very capable of giving tough love when it's appropriate and if not in a slightly better way because we will actually empower you and hold you accountable rather than maybe a bit of a, a coach who's a bit more of a dictator and might literally just say to you if you wanted your goals hard enough you would do x y and z whenever anything was going on in your life like that it can be quite damaging um because if you have something serious like i was saying earlier going on in your personal life or your professional life that needs to take your priority that's okay. And a coach who is a bit more of a dictator might make you think that you can't prioritize other aspects of life when they are appropriate. They might make you feel shame and guilt for doing that. And that can be really, really damaging. They might also 
say you were having issues with your relationship with food and you struggled to adhere to your targets they're responsive if you wanted it hard enough you would stick to your targets is damaging is going to worsen your relationship with food is going to worsen your health worsen your body image and your relationship with the process and your ability to be open and honest with a coach who's a dictator like that and isn't kind compassionate and caring is very minimal you're not going to be able to be open and honest with somebody like that and being open and honest is really important if you want to make the most out of a coaching process you have to be able to have that relationship with your coach so what I'm trying to say here is if you are someone looking for a coach if you're looking to select someone don't veer away from the kind compassionate caring coaches because you think that you need a stricter approach they are just as capable if they're good at what they do of giving tough love when it's appropriate, but they will also allow you to be open and honest throughout the process because you know that you can talk to them and you know they aren't just going to bite your hand off every time something doesn't go perfectly. But they're also capable of giving you a bit of a talking to when you are letting yourself off the hook a little bit too easy and excusing yourself with things that just you can push through. So just something to think about if you're selecting a coach in the future and it's yeah it's so important that you take you take into account actually it is really useful to be with someone who is compassionate um and those people often are very capable of being stern and it's funny because i think sometimes people might start with a coach who is quite compassionate thinking oh this is going to be fine like they're going to let me off the hook they're going to be super soft all the time quote unquote soft and then they'll start with that coach and be like, oh, like they actually are quite, you know, they are pushing me. They are pushing me hard towards my goals. They're holding me accountable for my own decisions. They're educating me throughout the process, but I can also be open and honest with this person. And in my opinion, that's the best type of coach you possibly could be and the best type of coach you could possibly gravitate towards. So that's part of the reason I wanted to, to cover that. Um, and I hope this podcast has been really useful on how sometimes tough love is compassion. And it's not always a case of being quote unquote what people would perceive as soft. But let me know if you have any questions on any of that, guys. As always, my Instagram DMs are fully open. I love to hear from you. I've had some really lovely messages on Instagram recently from people saying that they've been tuning into the podcast. Even a few people who've been saying that they've been watching the podcast from the first episode, which is crazy. Um, what I will say, if you are any of those people, please feel free to skip the first like maybe quarter of the podcast journey because the audio was not great and it did improve throughout. So you'll be happy to know that. Um, but yeah, I'm so happy to hear you guys are enjoying the podcast. And if you are enjoying it, if you do listen regularly, honestly, it would mean the absolute world from the bottom of my heart. If you could share on your Instagram story that you are listening, if you could like subscribe and leave a review, that's how I can reach more people. That's how I can keep my business going. I don't get paid for this podcast. It's completely off my own back. Like it's my own time, energy, effort. I don't get paid a single thing for it. Um, I just enjoy it and I want to help you. So if you can help me reach more people, it would mean the absolute world to me. Um, and I massively appreciate all of you who do tune in. So thank you so much. Um, and another thing that I wanted to talk on this podcast about is that 
myself and Charlie, Charlie Pinstock. Um, she is on Instagram as Charlie P Fit. We are setting up, a, I'll keep a few things a little bit secret, but we're setting up a bit of a community for those of you who ever have been, if you are going or if you are going through in the future, the post-show or post-photo shoot phase where you have to go through that process of regaining body fat regaining your menstrual cycle improving your relationship with food improving your body image experiencing the struggles that come along with that refinding yourself almost finding your new identity away from the the stage lean version of yourself the competitive version of yourself myself and charlie have both been through that process personally and we also understand what goes into it and what happens on a physiological and psychological level from a professional perspective we understand the science behind that and the processes behind that and so we can relate to what you're going through and we can relate to all of the struggles you might have with your body image with your relationship with food with being inflamed post-show with finding your identity feeling a little bit lost we can relate to that we understand that and so we want to help you through it. So we're setting up a bit of a community to help you through that. We did a Q&A last week, which we have recorded and which will be going to be on the community. I'm not going to say where the community is going to be yet or exactly what it is, but keep your eyes peeled on myself and Charlie's Instagram and obviously on the podcast. I'll talk about it here as well. But we're going to set up a community and you're all invited and we have already recorded a Q&A which was just jam-packed full of incredible information. All of the Q&As that we do, we're going to be asking for future questions on our Instagram stories and eventually in the community. But now keep your eyes out on Instagram and ask us questions on our stories. We've got questions boxes up there. I've got one up there today. So please go over to my Instagram and ask any questions that you have or tell us what struggles you have post-show. Um, and yeah, we've got an absolutely jam-packed full of information Q&A to go up. We are recording another one today and we are going to be releasing future information as well um, to support you through that process. So please reach out to us. There's like nothing else like it in the industry. There's not enough support for people who are going through that post-show or post-photo shoot prep or post-diet phase. And we want to be the people to provide that support because we know how difficult it is it's 10 times as difficult as the actual fat loss phase itself. So why there's not enough support for it, I really don't know, but we want to fill that gap. So keep your eyes peeled. I'm so incredibly excited for it. Have a wonderful rest of your day, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and I will chat to you all soon.